What's up, Limitless Hairdressers? I hope you are having an awesome day wherever you are. Today, you are in for a treat because we have the prettiest little ombre on today, Miss Jamie C. Owner, inventor, creator, mega entrepreneur, and mama of two baby girls, she's definitely got a lot to share on how to maintain a flourishing empire and stay grounded in the simple life. In today's conversation, we are chatting about what it's like to own multiple businesses while growing a family, being an empath and taking ownership of that superpower, her manifesting magic, and behind the scenes of cultivating one of the most well-known salon cultures at Salt Hair and her education company, Salt Society. Strap in for this episode because you will laugh out loud with us and we're going to go really deep into some topics that are sure to touch your soul. So plug in and tune out for this episode with Jamie C. Today's episode is brought to you by the Conscious Hair Coloring Bundle. If you are a limitless hairdresser looking to take your life and your business to the next level, incorporating creativity and intuitive nature into your business, this is absolutely for you. There's two instructional full-length professional videos about how to add depth to your balayage in a really quick and easy way, how to add hair contouring onto a layered haircut, because we all know balayage and hair contouring is not a one-size fits all. We have the Limitless Hairdresser branding checklist. It'll definitely help you get all of your branding needs in order super quick. The Mindful Communication Workbook to help you get and keep your dream clientele. An audio guided meditation for intention setting with a workbook and bonus points. We have health tips from health chef Julia, my BFF Julia Chebatar from NYC. She's including 10 energy giving recipes that will keep you fueled throughout your day so that you can incorporate all of these skills and have so much fun and not feel tired. I hope you guys love the conscious hair coloring bundle. You can get it at www.kellymason.com backslash shop kellymason.com backslash shop we totally know you're going to fall in love with it because we created it with you in mind and because you're listening to this episode today we want to give you 30 percent off all you have to do is at checkout use code you are limitless in all capital letters you are limitless we're going to run this special offer until december 25th so if you're listening from now until then go ahead and grab yours our gift to you now, let's hop into our episode with Miss Jamie C. Hi, Jamie. How are you doing today? I am amazing, Kelly. How are you? I am so good. I'm super pumped to have you on today. This is going to be so much fun. I'm beyond excited. I can't wait to dive in deep. I'm excited to share my story, and I think it's, uh, I think it's great what you're doing, so I commend you on, on the podcast. It's been amazing so far. Thank you. Same, same back at you. It's, it's so fun. And we've talked about this a lot about social media and we were chatting a little, a little bit about this before. It's like, I feel like I already know you because of the social media world. It's so cool how we're all starting to be able to be connected in this really unique way. Uh, mm-hmm. And now to get to kind of dive a little deeper and hear your story, you know, it's kind of like in real life, but you know, through earbuds. We have these, you know, virtual relationships with a lot of people and it's kind of like this surreal moment when you either get to actually hear their voice or meet in person and it's like the excitement just like it builds when you get to actually hear someone's voice and not just words on a on a screen. Totally. Totally. It's so cool. Well, I have so many things I'm dying to ask you. <laughs> like I could just keep this list going, but we'll just 
we'll just start off with uh, talking about your journey. How about you start there? Just tell us a little bit about like Jamie C. Tell us about Jamie C. Like four years ago, and and then like where you're at right now. Oh, wait, they okay. okay. I, oh, the they. short version. The cliff short. Notes. I'm gonna yeah, we're, <laughs> we're gonna cliff note it. Uh, it's a very long. <laughs> there's a lot that's happened in the last four years, but uh, I, I was working in a uh, commission-based salon. And uh, it was called, I used to kind of call it like a hair factory, you know, get them in, get them out. And energetically, I, I wasn't quite where I wanted to be. So then I ended up renting a chair. And I always kind of said I didn't want to run my own business. And then I ended up running my own business. And there's a lot of reasons why I did. Uh, I ended up um, marketing myself through Instagram primarily. And that's about four years ago is when I started Pretty Little Ombre and started building uh, my brand through that unknowingly what it was going to kind of manifest into, which has been amazing and beautiful. I then started my salon in Cheshire, Connecticut, and I became an educator. I became a salon owner and I opened up an education facility actually right across this, you know, it's like a, uh, an older brick building that our business is located in and there's a cor- really beautiful courtyard. And so Salt Society, my education facility is actually right across the courtyard from the salon and we get to actually look at each other throughout the day. <laughs> oh, that's so and oh, that's so I know I love it. We have like this strung up festoon lighting and it's very romantic and very New England. And then I created along with that uh, an online uh, portal for online education and I have all my staff uh, they're so amazing they're also educators traveling around the country having education in our classroom um, and then we just expanded the salon um, we just knocked down a wall and just made it keep going <laughs> and we're oh actually gosh. adding more. Yes. I know yes. it's, it's been so crazy beautiful. thank you it's been um it's one of those, you know, surreal moments when you, you take the wall down and it just keeps going and you have to kind of just, it, it is a very emotional part of it because, you know, it's something that I've created and cultivated and, and put so much love and energy into. And then to see it kind of expand like immediately, like you take a wall down and the space is ready to go. And it's, it's an incredible experience, but that's kind of the last four years. You haven't been busy at all. No, just hanging out, you know. <laughs> and oh, then and I had another two baby. kids, right? <laughs> and I had another baby, Lily. She's so sweet. She's five months old. Oh my gosh, I love her. She's just precious. I want to squeeze her cheeks, just like. Oh my gosh. She's got a little tooth that came through, and and uh, her older, you know, my oldest daughter Charlotte. They, you know, she's the only one that can make Lily laugh, which is the coolest part. Of, oh my of gosh, being a mom. does she have stone face, Lily? Yes. Yeah, she has a stone face. She's actually she's quite smiley, but she's an observer. Oh yeah. Um, whereas my oldest daughter was, she was kind of just like always giggling and laughing, and whereas Lily's just kind of taking it all in, kind of th- seeing how she feels about life, you know. So cute. My son is kind of like that too. It's like you can't get anything by him. He's always just taking everything in, and like mm-hmm. you know, three days later he'll be like, "Yeah, mom, remember when you said that?" I'm like, "What the heck? Where were you?" It's like you can't get anything by them at all, <laughs> especially when they start learning how to read and write. My daughter's in kindergarten and I'll mm-hmm. be like, hey, Mickey, my husband's name's Mickey. I'll be like, hey, Mickey, did you 
S-E-E that or something like that. She's like, I know what you are saying. I'm like, God dang it. <laughs> I'm smarter than you think I am, Mom. I know what, <laughs> I know what you're doing. Yeah, they start picking up on everything. It'll be kind of cool to see what like our future our children are going to be like when they're our age like are they going to take over the our businesses what's going to happen uh, yeah. so wait to see who they turn out to be right it's now gonna, i've got it's a just, vet and a firefighter so i don't know a vet and firefighter yeah <laughs> charlotte i had asked her i said honey what do you want to be when you shoot when you grow up and she goes i want to be me Aww. and i'm like that is like the best answer yes honey do yeah be you oh, that's <laughs> she so couldn't precious. quite understand that like you know, what is your job going to be? But she just wants to be her. Okay, that's amazing. You can definitely tell she's your daughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's uh, she's she's uh, definitely an intuitive and uh, an empath. So it's been a journey in itself. <laughs> oh, so, that's fun. It's pretty cool. Yeah, she gets a she takes after me for sure. Those are pretty good qualities, though. So I'm sure she's yeah. uh. She's going to be a special little nugget. Special little nugget. Yeah, they are special, huh? They are. My God. So talking about kind of creating and developing and growing, you have so many of these different things going on. You've got your pretty little ombre brushes, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Which I love. So good. Uh, Thank you. You've got your Salt Society. So that's your education company. Right? Correct. And then the mm-hmm. salon, and then you've got your family, which is amazing, and your husband is just a gem. Isn't he? God, he's, he's so talented. We've, we've got some good ones. <laughs> he's pretty amazing. Yeah. He just sits, he's kind of like the, the, you know, Chip and Joanna. He's like, the, 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 he's like the silent Chip. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. He loves to build and create, but he's also he's not a people person. I mean, he is, he's so sweet and kind, but he likes to talk to himself and keep doing things alone. Uh-huh. So building the expansion for him was a dream, you know, he had his own music and, and then all of a sudden the wall came down and everyone's like, I want to put a candle here. He's like, I'm out. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> is that his later. job or does he just have like a special knack for creating beautiful salons? He, no, that's that's not. It. He kind of got forced into that because of me. But he actually, uh, he's a woodworker. He kind of knows. He's a jack of all trades, rather. He's an, a he's a licensed electrician, so that's fantastic because he does all the lighting in the salon. And he just kind of knows how to do a lot of things just really well and efficiently. Just creates things, and it's pretty beautiful to watch. That's amazing. That's yeah, very handy incredible. to have around. Yes, and he takes very he takes pride in his in his work as well as much as I do, and I respect that so much. That's pretty, and it's a great trait to have. Yeah, absolutely. So it's probably no accident that you ended up with him. I don't believe in coincidences. So somehow you must have like summoned him in, like um, Sandra Bullock on. Practical, practical magic you remember that movie yes. <laughs> and she just makes this little jar and like sends it off and this perfect man like kind of comes to her yeah. it was i actually have known him for a very very long time i was 14 when i met him really 14 Aww. yeah we went to the same high school and he was just this cute curly haired kid in my gym class that i had a crush on and we dated for about a month and then he was really really shy and i ended up 
we kind of just went our separate ways. And then I, uh, we kind of re-met again. At, my sister was dating his best friend, and we had a picnic at my parents' house, and there he was. And I walked up to him. I was like, hi, Nick. And he goes, hi, Jamie. I was like, oh, he's still shy. So I just gave him a beer. <laughs> I got a couple drinks, and he relaxed a little bit. And then we ended up, that was it. That was just like we were together for, it's been like 11 years now. But that was that was the beginning of it. Congratulations. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, thank you. It's been great. <clears throat> okay, so I'd really love to talk about your process of bringing all these amazing things into your life because I'm pretty sure you don't think it's a coincidence as well as, you know, I, I'm like totally don't think anything just happens. Like you're just so lucky and everything just happens for you because we all know that's not the case. So Correct. what is your what does your manifestation process kind of look like, you know, looking back on maybe some of your biggest accomplishments, like the things that you're totally in love with right now, like your education company that is growing and just developing into such a really cool progressive entity and, you know, your, your products and your salon, like what does that all look like from start from like point A, like it, it doesn't exist. There's nothing. There's Jamie four years ago. Um, what did that kind of look like to start drawing these things into your life? I, um, I was a very firm believer that the universe was, was guiding me and did things exactly when I was ready for them. And I remember about four years ago, you know, working in, you know, my first salon job. And I, I think a lot of, I'm so happy that I went through those things because they really shaped me and shaped my decision-making further in the future, uh, because of that. So for example, I felt very isolated. There's a lot of favoritism. I felt very insecure about my ability to actually create art and to do it in the way that I wanted to, and to treat people the way I wanted them to be treated from start to finish. And I think that's actually where it really stemmed from the way that someone would walk in. It's a very vulnerable position to be in uh, for a guest to walk into a new space and feel comfortable and have somebody trust them with their hair, which is such a, a pain point for a lot of people. And it was never done the way I wanted it to be done. And I saw the business I worked in was a family owned business. And I saw how, how hard it was for them. And it was so much work. And I remember thinking, no, I'll never do that. I'll never do that. That's way too much. I just want to go. I just want to go home at the end of the day. I don't want to worry about what my, my job. I just go in, go out and I don't know, go and go for a hike or something. And then further into my career, I realized how important it was to me to change what was happening around me. And I couldn't find it anywhere. I was so, it hurt my soul to see people not being treated the way I wanted them to be treated. And I said, okay, well, you know, maybe, maybe this is just, isn't the right space for me. So I ended up going into renting a chair and I just was never with the right tribe, I guess. And that ended up really fueling me and ended up creating salt, you know, and I wanted to be surrounded by all of these artistic human beings that really had, um, on a soul level, the same core values as me. Mm. And, uh, you know, I ended up just saying, okay, enough is enough. Like if I can't find this anywhere, I'm going to create it. 
I want people to be treated the way I want them to in a space that feels welcoming and comfortable and that they can look forward to coming there. And essentially any my, any of the life experiences that I had as a, as a consumer, you know, maybe going into um, another salon myself or going to get facial care or whatever the case is, I took little bits of what I loved and what I didn't love and then I cultivated it into my company culture. And things that I strongly believed in, things that made me feel good, I wanted to have shined through immediately when someone walked into my business. Uh, and I, I remember thinking, you know, I really, really want to do this. I really, really want to do this. But at the time when I, when I left that comfortable job, I had a five month old baby and I was broke. I had oh my God. Are really, we the same person? This is Kelly. Insane. We are. This is like, <laughs> like, I'm like listening to you talk and I'm like, Oh my God, this is my exact path up until I think we kind of split off at a certain point and started doing our own unique things. But literally every single thing you are saying is exactly what happened to me. And when I opened Lux, my salon, I had mm -hmm. my daughter Lennon. She was five months old. I'm not even freaking kidding you. And I got pregnant with Dylan, my son, a month after I opened the salon. Holy cow. Yeah. So that kind of pivoted Ooh. me a tiny bit in my salon life. But yeah, I can yeah. imagine. It's it's crazy. It's absolutely yeah. it's I love that though. I yeah. love that we have that in common. Oh yeah. So a lot of these this kind of like start of this pivot, this like turn towards your inner guidance and you're just being led mm -hmm. stemmed from I'm kind of hearing you say your core values. Like your oh, entirely. What, yeah. So what, if you had to sum it up in like three, what would it be? Oh, that's very challenging to actually put it into three. But um, I would say I truly and wholeheartedly believe in communication, mm. uh, comfort, and um, understanding. It's there's a there's a space of vulnerability for i would say everyone in the industry meeting new people um it's exciting but it's it's um can it can be very emotional yeah. to meet someone new yeah. uh, and on the other end too to be that person taking care of somebody else and their vulnerability and their insecurities mm -hmm. and have to basically take that all in so communication has been one of the biggest core values that i can say in any relationship in my life i mean I need to communicate. Otherwise, so many things are misunderstood or taken um, and manifested into something completely different. Hundred uh, percent. So I would. I feel like if yeah, communication isn't a hundred percent clear, we start to get into our heads, and it's either, you know, I, I kind of broke down in my Beyond Business class. It's like two different ways of thoughts, and there's an opinion or like a judgment, and then there's an inspired thought which is like your higher self, which is like always leading with joy and love and peace. And then the other on the end, other end of things is more like judgment and opinion. And I feel like we get super stuck in our minds and then other people's minds when we're in a relationship in that mm -hmm. more judgment phase because we're not understood, which is another one of your core values. And I think that you'd like nail on the head there to try to create and cultivate something that's sustainable and mm -hmm. that people are attracted to and drawn to communication is always the number one thing it has to 
come from that like vulnerable and like kind of brave place to say and do like those um like kind of radical candor conversations that it's like I don't want to talk about this but I know I have to kind of thing oh absolutely absolutely and I think too when you're in your own head your your own narrative necessarily isn't the truth it's mm-hmm. just your your thoughts kind of swirling around yeah. <laughs> manifesting in thing that may not be the best thing uh, so communicating your truth I think and you know feeling all the feelings it's okay to do that and I, I think it helps you grow even when things feel uncomfortable so you know even you know relating that back to client and um, client experience of being able to connect on a human level and be able you know that's something that we believe in at salt you know, we have these little consultation stools and we sit down and we talk face to face with open body language and we listen mm-hmm. and that's something that I don't think a lot of people do we there's so much emotional um, correlation to someone's hair and how they feel about themselves. And it, it's so important to just listen and be that person that they can confide in. And you can give them the solutions to get them to not only feel better about their hair, but you know, we are, we are therapists. So it's important to be able to, to listen and be that for somebody else, but also not taking it all in. Because I think that can manifest into something completely different. Um, yes, for sure. To be challenged to take all of that in mm-hmm. every day. So making sure that you're breathing, letting it out. So in our in our new salon expansion in the break room, we're, we're still in the midst of, of making it perfect. But we wanted to create like a zen space in the break room. So, you know, like the little like fluffy little pillow chairs that you can sit on and strung up lights and like, you know, sheer curtains and like these um, essential oil pens. So they really can just take a minute and let it out and then get back to work. That's amazing. Um, yeah. That's something that was, it's really important to me because I know how um, there's a lot of anxiety with taking all of that, that emotional stuff in from everybody else. You know, and I'm learning that myself as being able to, I'm a caretaker. Mm -hmm. I just want to constantly heal people and give and give and give. But at the end of the day, you know, there's nothing left for me. (laughs) And I'm learning it's not from an empty tap. Yeah. That's something that I'm currently um, working on and doing a lot of healing for myself because I've done a lot in the last two years and it's been a whirlwind and I haven't quite really taken the time for myself. I've just been kind of like, climbing the stairs to get to where I want to be mm-hmm. and never really. And then now that I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm comfortable here. I really want to, I really want to hone in on what I have and make it beautiful. Um, but in the meantime, work on myself to make sure that when growth is going to happen, that I'm prepared for it. That's such an awesome way to put it. And I feel like a lot of people, you know, they see these big dreams of success and, I never really thought about it this way until I started just kind of going for it. Like we were kind of talking about before we hopped on here. You just have to do it. Like do, 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 do. And then you're like, oh my gosh, okay, I'm here. And then you kind of reorganize and readjust. But I think what holds a lot of people back from taking that leap, that kind of leap of faith into going, okay, I have an inspired thought. I want to open a salon. Instead of just doing it, you think about all the reasons why not to do it. And it holds you back. 
paralyzes you yeah. and to being who you really want to be. Exactly. But I think, and you know, the more I thought about this as I'm growing and, you know, doing a podcast and doing all these things that scared the shit out of me. I'm like, I don't know. Who am I going to be after I do this? <laughs> and instead of getting wrapped sure. up in that, um, because you kind of get afraid of, of like what kind of, you know, in, a, in an energetic realm, like what kind of space am I going to have to hold at that level? If I have all of this attention and people are, you know, asking these things of me and people are expecting these things of me, am I going to be able to be happy in that? Am I going to be expanded enough and, you know, prepared to be able to be that person who I will have to be at that point? And it's kind of scary because you go, well, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of comfortable where I am right now. Like I don't have to, you know, I have all this free time. I can do this and I can do that. And I don't have to be, you know, that person who has these demands. And I think that's what holds a lot of people back from like really going for it. Because it's scary. Oh, great. I and mean, it's, um, you know, fear is the number one thing that holds anyone back from what they truly want from not only themselves, but for their whole life. I mean, it, it, you have to you have to kind of project a little bit outwards. Like what are your, what are your goals for the next few years? And is where you are helping you get there? And if it's not, what can you, what small steps can you take to get there? Cause you know, like I, I dive deep. I mean, I go and I head first into the shallow end most times. <laughs> and then I just try to find my way up to the surface. Whereas some people are more, um, they have to, do small, tangible tasks to then get to the bigger picture. Um, but I feel like if I do that, my fear sets in and yeah. that negative space yeah. kind of rolls in like, Jamie, no, no, you can't do that. Or what if this and what if that? And all the what ifs start to play. And so I just, if I have a thought, I dive in and then I figure it out because I know I'll be able to do it. It's just, I don't want to talk myself out of it if given enough time. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And I think a lot of creative people who are really successful are that way. Like you you look at people who are super successful or super, you know, quote unquote famous in our world and go, man, they must just be at peace all the time. And they just are always they're not afraid of anything and they can just do anything. But I think that those type of people, people like high achievers probably have the most amount of anxiety, the most amount of like fear. But instead of sitting in it and like, like you said, like taking long enough at each step to actually realize that they're scared out of their mind, they just keep going. And you're like, just like kind of running. Like I'm imagining myself like running through this vortex with like fear, just like beams of light, like bam, 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 like all around me. And you're just like, I'm not paying attention to you. I'm not paying attention to you. And you just like keep going. Yeah. Just like running. For sure. That's kind of how I imagine it. Yeah, no, exactly. And like my, my whole mindset too is like climbing up the stairs, just like, but like, you like almost like a rock wall, you know, like I'm just, gonna, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Like I'm leaving everything behind. I'm not strapped in. I'm just recklessly climbing this tall ass rock wall. I'm like, I'll get there somehow. <laughs> That's what that feels like. Totally. You're just like, do <laughs> not look down. You know, but it's, it's, it's an incredible journey. But I think like right now what I was saying where I'm, I'm slowing down a little bit and like, and just really doing some self healing and, mm-hmm. and making sure that I'm strong enough to prepare myself for whatever comes next. Mm-hmm. Because I think, you know, when you keep growing and growing and growing and doing all these things, you actually have to have not only the staff put in place to 
make sure that every, every task that you're kind of creating is going to be taken well care of and it's going to be done well. Whereas if I said like, oh, like I want to do, I don't know, I want to make a lot of t-shirts or I want to make, I don't know, I don't know, whatever the hell, sneakers, I don't care. But <laughs> I wouldn't, ha- I'd be like, okay, great. Like, let's do it. And I'm like, uh, no, uh, who the hell would be doing that? It'd yep. be me. And every part of my staff is completely, you know, they're, they're full. They got nothing else that they can put on their plate. So I got to prepare my, my life and my staff and my company for any other larger <laughs> dreamt up idea that I have. It's kind of like stopping and taking a drink of water while you're climbing that rock wall. Yeah. But you're still exactly. not looking down. No, <laughs> no, can't look down. <laughs> Keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. I love that. That's such a great analogy. And I think very helpful for people who are listening who are maybe at that phase right now, you know, wh- whether they're a salon owner or, you know, developing some sort of education or just trying to level up in the salon. Like you each time you get to that next level where it's starting to like you start to get all these new thoughts of like adding on to what you already have. Mm-hmm. You, you've got to make sure that everything is in place to be able to sustain what you've already created. Like Absolutely. For sure. It, or else it'll crumble. And I, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about this, that's probably a big reason why a lot of salons aren't successful. Mm-hmm. Is because the salon owner, you know, you get, I mean, I've owned a salon for five years. You get excited. You're like, yeah. And then, you know, we can implement this system and then, oh my gosh, we're going to start doing this. And then the, the team isn't either communicated properly with, or, you know, they're not ready to like be able to be at that next level. And it starts to kind of crumble and people start to think like, you're just kind of running, keep going without them being on board and then they'll leave. Exactly. Or they, they'll so- feel not valued. Correct. I think there's a lot of creatives who want to open salons, but also don't think about the systems that need need to be put in place for that. Like, you know, I never thought of like, who's going to clean my salon? Like, is everyone just going to clean up after themselves? Hopefully. But also like, you know, there's, you know, things that need to be dusted. Like who's going to be doing all that? Who's going to be answering the phones and responding to emails and, you know, doing the marketing and doing the social media. There's a lot of components to it, but starting, starting small and, and kind of getting your dream boards out and really figuring out, you know, what drives you and what your purpose is. It it becomes easier when you have a clear vision. Yeah, absolutely. So Mm -hmm. you are teaching a salon owner class soon, right? Or did you already do that? Yes. No, it's coming up. I actually, this is going to be my second one. And I'm actually adding in uh, two more components to it. So we have the social media coordinator. She is um, she works for Salt and Salt Society, and so she's going to be sharing how she plans out all the social media and branding and marketing. And also uh, my husband, who has been able to help um, kind of create a tangible list of you know action steps that you can take to get yourself prepared for opening a salon, you know, the, um, the town, what you need to have, you know, contractors, mm-hmm. your inspections, um, budgeting for certain things, how much things on, on average cost. So you can get a better idea of, you know, funding that kind of, that kind of thing. So 
And then my business um, manager, Ashley, and who has been with me since literally the very beginning, and myself, us four are going to go in and, and help inspire and create some I'm just, re- you know what I'm really excited about? I'm really excited to meet them. The salon really owners? Excited. Yeah. Like, mm, and, yeah. and see where they're at in their journey mm-hmm. and help uh, be that soundboard for them. Give them the, hopefully, kind of put some fear to the side and help uh, excite them in the process. That's so cool. That's so cool. I yeah. love that you're doing that. Um, Me too. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Because there's not really that many classes for an owner in a in a place that's you know in a in a kind of space that's fun and exciting and not so serious I guess like mm-hmm. a lot of the business stuff that's what I'm kind of excited to write right now about is bringing more education to the industry that is business related but it's fun Yes. And not so like, I mean, I've been to some business classes and I leave feeling like I can't do anything. I'm like, I'm not, I can't do this. This is now. I absolutely 100% agree. I'm like and you numbers have to, and think, spreadsheets oh God, and I'm like, what is, I, I'm numbers dyslexic. That doesn't make sense to me. Me too. Me too. I'm completely <laughs> numbers I think it's a creative, I think it's the creative part because my business uh, manager is, she loves numbers. She loves spreadsheets. She loves systems. So having that balance is really, really amazing. And it helps um, both of us really get to the next part of where we want to be. So that's really, it's really helpful. I love having her um, as part of the company. She's been great. How did you find your social media manager? (laughs) Actually a funny story. She was a client of mine. Okay. And, uh, she was working for, she's, she's also a a creative person. So she loves being able to make the sites beautiful. Uh, she does a lot of, you know, like merchandising. She loves to decorate. She does party planning, but she is, um, yeah, she was a client and she had lost her job and we were just about to open salt society. And I knew that, Hey, I'm running two social media pages right now, which is salt hair and pretty little ombre, um, both which were taking up a lot of my time mm-hmm. uh, and is entirely necessary for where I needed that to be at the time. Um, but I knew that I didn't have the capacity to manage another social media site. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, I can offer you a part-time job doing X, Y, and Z. And, you know, if it, if it turns into a full-time position, that absolutely, you know, come on board. It'll be great. Within a week and a half, she was a full-time employee. Like we found so, it, it was ridiculous. And I'm like, Sarah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> She's like, no, I love it. So she does all like the email blasts and she creates all, you know, the tip and Tuesdays that we do, which is a whole bunch of um, basically blog posts and educational forums that get um, put out to our subscribers every Tuesday, tip and Tuesday. And, uh, she does all the blog posts. So I give her all of basically the back end of what it needs to be. And then she makes it beautiful. That's really cool. <laughs> Great. So, does she, so she's pretty creative. So she does she do like, like finding your stock photography and like creating yes. like brand story stuff. All. And oh, yep. that's amazing. That's great. Uh, so we have her and then I have a few other people on my team who don't work directly 
um, in the facility. So we have, you know, a videographer, um, photographer, and um, another graphic designer for all of our um, more extensive projects that we have. You've got like a little, um, like a little like empire just growing over there. <laughs> Tiniest little one, but it's, it's, it, it's, you know, it's kind of all of my dreams manifested into one large thing. And, um, I'm, I'm very careful about, you know, who I have, um, on my team too. I, I want to make sure that everyone, like I said, we were talking about before our core values and the mission behind each company and what I believe it stands for. And each person truly and wholeheartedly believes in the company just as much as I do. And I think that's what makes it so vibrant and transparent. You know, we, we truly believe in, in uplifting and encouraging and inspiring people. Um, that's daily what we put out. I mean, every day, if you look on Salt Society's Instagram, it's literally like one empowering post after oh, yeah. another. I love it. I actually, others. I was looking at it the other day because <clears throat> I was telling one of my clients that I have this one client and every time she sits in my chair before I can even be talking about her hair, she's like, okay, so I want to know everything you're doing right now. Like, tell me everything. I'm like, okay, well, Mary, let's like, you know, we need to talk about you first. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I told her, you know, we get through a consultation. I start doing her hair and, um, she's one of those clients that she kind of knows everybody from Instagram. She'll go on and she's like, Oh, have you heard about this hairdresser? Look how cool off her stuff is and stuff. And, um, I was telling her about you and how I was really excited about our conversation. And I was I literally sitting on my stool while her hair was processing. We we're looking through all of your pages. Mm-hmm. And um, even my client was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. It's so inspiring. That salon is awesome. And there was one picture I just loved. And it said, don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a little pin. I was like, that little sneaky one just popped right in there. Yeah, there's there's some there's some good ones. I think uh, the one that she Sarah was actually really excited to pose. I said I think it was um, be the shit without shitting on anybody. Oh, yeah. And I loved that because I, I like the cheekiness of it. It's so fun. I do too. She's like, is that okay? Like, is that okay? I'm like, yes, put it out there. It's fine. This one's for the artists. You know, mm-hmm. it's not necessary for the clients. So they're two different pages, and one's a little bit edgier than the other. So. Yeah, it's for a person, you know, which I love. I have a thing about swearing in my copy and like my my brand. However, yes. I do strategically every once in a while like pop some in for emphasis. Yes. And um I went to a Tony Robbins event, Unleash the Power Within. Have you ever heard of that? Yes. Okay. Love Tony Robbins. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> wild, that man. And I, yes. I went with my friend and she's a plat, a platinum member. And so I got to sit down on the floor. And when you're down on the floor with the platinum members, like I was by Julian Huff, like she was like in front of me and some other like really cool people. And so Tony is like right there, right by you. And if you ever see anything on TV or interviews or when he's all buttoned up in his suit on like CNN. <laughs> cnbc or whatever like that he never says any swear words at all it's pretty like professional buttoned together and this oh, no. <laughs> different <laughs> oh 
so different. And he talked about like why he does that. And it's to evoke a certain emotion and like get people's attention. And whenever he's trying to like pull something out of someone. So yeah, strategically, I'll use a little pop some of those in, but it's interesting that you say evoke emotion because that's what I, I, I feel like I say that all the time. And I love that you just said that because that's, you know, when I, when I talk to people about their Instagram pages and I'm like, stop putting like, you know, sad looking faces on there, get your clients to smile, evoke emotion, yeah. you know? So well, I cool think part, part of that like, evoking emotion through social media, I guess we could talk about social media for a sec is getting like, I, I noticed a big shift in yours recently. And I think you yes. even made a post about like, Hey, I am shifting this and going from being all hair into having, um, you know, like crafted graphics and, you know, using more colors and using pictures of yourself. Mm -hmm. And I started doing that a while, about a year ago or so too, like not as heavily. And now I'm definitely starting to do it more, even though sometimes when I post a picture of myself, I'm like, "Eh." I'll even ask my husband. I'm like, do you think this one's okay? And he's like, yeah, just do it. It's good. Um, I was like, this is too much, too much. No? Okay. <laughs> but it's really funny because I love um, being over the internet. I love, you know, I'm creating a lot of, um, you know, internet empire stuff that I can educate and connect through the internet. But I love being in person. And it's the coolest thing ever whenever you teach a class or you're facilitating an event or speaking, doing a speaking engagement and people come up to you and they're like, oh my gosh, I feel like I know you. I already feel like we're connected. And I think that what you've done on your social media is creating that. Like you're creating that by putting pictures of yourself and by speaking to like your core values and who you are and what you're interested in. And like sharing little parts of your life, when people come to your classes, they're like so much more at ease, so much more probably like um, excited instead of nervous Mm -hmm. because you feel like you're on the same level. Like you feel like they're your friend. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of that plays into your clientele as well. So someone whose goal is to to build, uh, let's just say, build clientele behind the chair you know, I always encourage them. I'm like, you know, I see so many of these these pages of beautiful hair, beautiful. I mean, stunning, stunning hair. I have no idea who the heck that person is. Yeah. And I would never want to see them because of it. I would never want to sit in their chair. I have no idea if I'm going to be able to connect it. Maybe I'll get great hair, but maybe I'll have a terrible experience. I know that. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I want to know who I'm about to see, and that builds that trust um, before trust they see like you. No factor. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's huge. It's so big. It's so big. And I wish more people would, I, I know a lot of, there's fear behind it too. There's, there's fear in the, what if nobody likes me? And, uh, <laughs> I actually think this amazing podcast, Marie Forleo. <gasps> Love her. You know her? Oh yeah. Love her. Love her. And she was like, I'm going to break it to you. Your, you know, your inner narrative is like, okay, well, I don't want, you know, anyone, I don't want to upset anybody or what if nobody likes me? And she's like, sorry to break it to you, honey, but like you already probably have upset somebody and there's some people who are not going to like you anyway. So just do it anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I love that. I love it. It's, um, you know, sometimes people just got to like stop being, you know, 
so like soft around the edges and like trying not to hurt someone's feelings. Like, Hey, it's okay. Like go do you. Like you've already probably pissed somebody off. Like it's okay. And most likely everyone's going to like you. Like (laughs) you're not offending anybody by putting your face up there. It's true. I think that the insecurity comes from comparison a lot of times. Oh God. Yeah, I know. And it's, I say it's silly, but I can't say that I haven't experienced it. Everyone does. Yeah. And I, I think that um, the more that we all collectively just start doing it, it will empower more people. Yes. And, you know, giving yeah. them tools like what you guys put out there. I love how you always put out tips on your Instagram. Like, here's three things to, you know, da, 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 da. And like that kind of stuff is so powerful because it's it's empowering other people to do the same. Like, hey, I'm not just putting this picture of myself because I want attention. It's because I want to connect with you and mm-hmm. you can do the same. Absolutely. You know, and, and, and make it your own, you know, make it your own. You don't have to. Uh, I think it'll, it'll encourage others to to be less fearful about what others may think and to start living more of their authentic life and because isn't that what we're all here for yes it's it's like using best life (laughs) yeah in this life (laughs) it's kind of like using the internet or using social media as your your catalyst to express your your higher self to express who you really are your authentic true self but it has to be somewhat curated because it's the internet like you can't just be putting pictures of like a blurry photo of yourself with like, you know, these smudged camera and whatever, you know, it's got to be somewhat thoughtful. It can't mm-hmm. just be, you know, I'm just going to throw this up there because it's careless. So are you careless? Is that what you're trying to express? You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's things like that. And so I think that is what pulls people away. Actually, somebody in one of my classes one time said, in one of my uh, in my conscious hair clearing class, we talk about this is authentic um, authentic marketing and branding, and it's a very sh- small segment which I'd love to expand upon more later on. But figuring out who you are, what you're about, and why you're doing it, and being able to infuse that into your presence. But one person said, "Well, isn't that kind of being fake if you're?" taking pictures of yourself and then like posting them because it's not actually happening in the moment. And it kind of caught me off guard for a second because I thought, okay, how can I answer this? (laughs) And I I kept coming back to the idea of it's the energy that's behind the the intention. Mm -hmm. And just because you're taking a picture of yourself or you're having a photographer take a picture of yourself for you to put on your Instagram page, it doesn't mean it's inauthentic and you're being fake. But, you know, if you're behind the picture and your energy behind that is, you know, negative and you're self-serving and this and that or whatever, and you're talking about being positive and being this and being that, then that's inauthentic. Mm -hmm. But if the energy behind it, like who you really are is a positive person and you do want to help people and you are this, then there's nothing. I don't see anything wrong with that at all. I think it's smart. Yeah. I think it, it, it there's just, it, that's what social media is all about. And I think we forget that we just like post to post and like put it out to the world and like, okay, well, you know, like my stuff <laughs> when, when really like 
it's deeper than that. Like we're Mm -hmm. all, if you think about it, if we kind of hone in, in this industry, I mean, we're all doing the exact same job and we all have our own story. And like that in itself, we're all artists just like kind of floating through, like doing our thing every day. And isn't that, it's just so beautiful to think like you are already connected to these people Mm -hmm. because you have so much in common and yeah, your, your journey may be different and where your starting points are maybe different and your goals may be different, but you're really not that different. You know, we're just humans trying to connect with other people. And I think if we think about it like that, why wouldn't you want to, you know, write back to somebody or reach out to somebody or be able to, you know, show a little bit more vulnerability throughout your posts and try to connect with more people that way? Because I think that's just being authentic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Okay, let's switch gears here a little bit. Sounds good. Yeah. I, I'm interested. Okay. So for, I made this workbook, it's called manifest your dream life and it has four essentials that I found to be true to achieving success at a really high level and being fulfilled. So one of the things in it, uh, the four, four things are intention, dedication, perseverance, and passion. And I found that all of those elements, every time I looked at any kind of situation that I wanted to shoot for like I was like okay I want to manifest a salon or I want to do this or I want to do that I want to make a podcast whatever I always found that in order for me to feel really happy and fulfilled to be able to do it and hold the space for it that those four things had to kind of come into play so Mm -hmm. I'm really curious from you about your because I think you have all those four things for sure because you are doing all these amazing things. You're helping so many people and you seem really happy. I mean, to me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and fulfilled, right? Like you're really enjoying, like this makes your heart feel so happy, doesn't it? Absolutely. I mean, uh, it's, that was my, it's my purpose. That's, mm-hmm. I found my purpose and it's really, and, and, and um, an energetic level, it's healing to do what I love doing. So absolutely. Yeah. So number so so one of them is perseverance. And I the, the way I kind of equated these was to give inspiration. Like I, I feel like I get inspired without action a lot of times when I go hear people like motivational speakers. So this was kind of my way of giving like a tangible steps. So perseverance, the way that I helped people to identify that and implement it is through mantras. Mm-hmm. So, okay, you get to this step and you're you're like, okay, I, I'm, my intention is to open a salon. Okay, now I have to dedicate myself to it. So I've got to make a plan. Like you, now you have to break it apart into like little goals. Like for you, it's salon. Okay, I've got to put a team in place and then, then I've got to be able to have a staff and then I've got to find out like what's my my brand color is going to be and you know all these elements there has to be these little tiny goals to build it up and that's Mm -hmm. like the fun part right it's like woohoo this is all great it's all going good like we have a thing we have a space we've knocked out a wall and then you get to the perseverance stage where this is where a lot of people end up quitting this is where Mm -hmm. a lot of people like get to and then they're like this is too much I quit I can't handle this to, you know, I'm just going to go back to being whatever, wherever I was at before. So what are some things that you do to get you on the other side of that place? 
Like, do you <laughs> use specific mantras? It's just something that you tell yourself whenever you get, like, you're knocking off this wall at Salt Society. I'm sure something went wrong, right? Like, always. There's always <laughs> little things, you yeah. know, that, yeah, for sure. Like, how do you, uh, how do you get through those kind of things whenever you're, you're up against the wall going, was this the right decision? You, the doubt settles in. Um, music is actually one of the biggest things that I use as, um, something to get me out of my own head. Um, I secret, <laughs> so in a past life or in hopefully in my future life, um, I want to be a folk singer. I am terrible at singing. I mean, I, I can hold a tune, but I can't really sing. But like my dream is to like play the guitar and be a folk singer and harmonize with other artists and be on stage. Like, so listening to like folk music and like pretending I'm a folk singer, like gets me out of my head. Um, <laughs> I'm like, imagining I'm like that, like, and it's super cute. I can't do it. So, <laughs> uh, so thinking about like getting. Sometimes I just have to get out of my own head and think. Okay, this is going to work out. I have a team behind me, but in this moment, if I live in this moment, I will get paralyzed in it, and I will be fearful. So I. And for some people, that's other things. That's going for a jog. That's going, you know, going hiking or playing with their kids or having a cocktail or watching a funny movie or watching stand-up comedy. Like mine is is music. And like I sit in my car and I have a half an hour drive to work and I will just sing. And I feel like a whole new person. So I guess music is my thing. Music is your mantra. Music is my mantra. That's awesome. That's awesome. What's your favorite? Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm going to ask you that in a minute, but I won't skip ahead too much. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I forgot. I have 20 questions to ask you, and that is one of them. Oh, I, have, I have a mantra. <laughs> I, I'll save that one for later, though. Okay. I noticed that you have been kind of running with some some different educators slash hairdressers slash, you know, awesome people in the industry um and you guys have been you know really standing together for like cultivating and empowering and really speaking on this like positive like being positive influencer and um stuff like that is there anything to come like with collaborative with you know you and other people are you mostly focusing on salt right now what's going on with that um that's a very that's a very good question. Uh, right now, like I had mentioned before, I I love collaborating with people. First and foremost, I have to get that out there. I love it. It is so fulfilling to connect with somebody that maybe is on the other side of the country or yeah. even in the world, and be able to just find those similarities. And you feel like sometimes like wow, we have so much in common. I don't feel so alone, you know, because sometimes like you feel very isolated and, you know, being the leader of your team and wanting so badly to have such great things for them. So right now, um, I'm really focused, especially on the expansion. We have two new um, employees coming in and I pour so much of myself into them and trying to make sure that they're comfortable and they feel fulfilled. Um but selfishly, I think collaborating with other people is like 
it, it's for me, you know? Um, so I definitely would love to be able to do more of that. I have some more uh, collaborative things coming in the future with some uh, other artists for Salt Society. But And then another thing that I'm actually not able to talk about yet, but soon will be launched, um, probably hopefully in the second week in December. Uh, so very excited about that. It's the first the first time that I'm going to be um, – I have a lot of traveling um, with my team, um, but I'm going to be doing a little bit more traveling, and I'll leave it at that. So. Ooh, exciting. Excited about. I'm a homebody, so I'm just starting to get the itch to to get on a plane and go and see the world a little bit more. Well, and you're doing Hair Love Club, and you're doing – Yes, I oh, love I'm, I'm so coming. Excited. I just booked my ticket. Oh, I can't wait to see you. So we will get to meet IRL. <laughs> IRL. IRL. I didn't even know what that meant until like, I don't know, like two weeks ago. My sister's 24 and lives in Austin, Texas, and she kept saying it in text message. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to have to ask you, what the heck does that mean? Like in real life. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm old. <laughs> yeah, so I'm super excited to come to that and get to see all of you guys. I don't even know what to expect, but I'm just going to, I just booked a ticket the other day. I was like, Mickey, what you doing December 3rd? Can I go? Okay, bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm the going. Cool thing is, though, this is this is my first. Uh, the last one that I was going to go to, I had found out um, with uh, Elizabeth, who's the founder of it, Elizabeth Fay. Yep. She's an amazing human, and yeah, I had called her and I said, "Hey, so I'm supposed to um, come to Hair Love, uh, but I'm going to be um, birthing about that point because I just had found out I was pregnant. So um, <sighs> with little Lily Wolf, and I had backed out of that one and." Um, didn't want to have a hair love baby, you know? I didn't want to, like, be... <laughs> in the mountains? You know, Come on. Giving birth in the mountains. Uh, so I, this is my first one, and I'm thrilled to be a part of it. Yeah, I think that's going to be super fun. And your episode is launching that day. I didn't, didn't even oh, do it on yeah. purpose. I have, like, an <laughs> editorial calendar for podcast launches. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Jamie's on December 3rd. Hair love is December 3rd. So it'll be a... It'll be a fun day. We'll have to celebrate. There's so much fun stuff happening. Yay, December. (laughs) Okay. So one last question, then we're going to hop into the 20 questions. Okay. Fantastic. We're in a really interesting state right now in our industry. Like everything's evolving. Everything's changing. Like I'm noticing a lot of salons starting to change and shift their concept from like this old way of like, you know, salons pretty much were run the same way for such a long time. Education has been run the same way for such a long time. And now I'm going to attribute a lot to it, a lot of it to like technology and stuff, but it's just changing and evolving really quickly. Um, and we're in a whole new world for hairdressers. What are some tips, maybe like one or two tips that you could give hairdressers to keep up with the changing times and like not get stuck in you know, still doing like Kelly Clarkson foils or still, you know, having the same kind of consultation or same, you know, doing the same things the old way. Like what are some tips to keep moving forward? Uh, I think one big one is your mindset. I think everyone is very stuck and not everyone, but a lot of people are stuck and like, this is just what works. But that, the, the reason we do that, you know, is because of comfort, you know, it's uncomfortable to put yourself into something that maybe 
you need to work at, you know, for example, the Kelly Clarkson foils. It's, it's, um, it's, you know, you know how to do it. You pop them in back-to-back foils and back-to-back little lights and, uh, and then go and maybe into a different kind of technique or a different way of doing things. Like it may take some work to get there and that's uncomfortable. And then that kind of sets into fear. So keeping an open mindset of that, um, for example, something that I truly and wholeheartedly believe in is anyone that's an expert in anything was once a beginner. And keeping that in mind has been very powerful to me because you all start somewhere and keeping your mind open, um, knowing that fear is normal, but persevering past that and really pushing yourself. um, It's really beautiful. It's a beautiful process. And really just opening yourself up to new things is, uh, it's just a really great way to live your life. Um, but I would say also is finding ways to end that process because it can be very vulnerable and scary is making sure that you're making time for yourself in that process. Um, which is like I was saying, it's, that's something that I'm currently working towards is, you know, and we're all a work in progress, you know, we're all, there's no one that knows everything or is great at absolutely everything. So everyone's just in their own journey, but push yourself a little bit. You'll be surprised at how beautiful the process is. Amazing. Thanks. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Okay. So are you ready for your 20 questions? Oh, I am very ready. Have you thought these through like a lot? Are you, <laughs> have you got some good answers uh, going? I, I have them in front of me and, <laughs> and some, I think people will be, <laughs> uh, uh, I think a lot of people will find out that we have a lot in common. <laughs> I'm just excited to like whoever's listening. Is, oh, like that's my favorite thing. Or like, yeah. oh, like that's, you know it's it's kind of it's a fun way to kind of share a little bit more about myself instead of just hair and business yeah I'm more than just hair and business I'm more than just a beautiful face okay people <laughs> all right let's do this I'm excited okay favorite bands right now uh river wireless folk duh and mac miller actually oh, oh I love him so poor r.i.p love him that was my sister's like I thought th- I think she thought she was going to marry him and she had like her own little funeral for Mac Miller. If Jordan, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I love you. Yeah. She she was totally into him. Um, What are you reading right now? Fun fact. um, It's all audiobooks because um, I fall asleep if I read books. Mm -hmm. It's an instant head on the pillow out for the night kind of thing. So um, I'm actually Harry Potter in my audiobook. Yeah, Harry Potter. (laughs) Yep. I'm a Harry Potter fan for sure. What does your ideal day off look like? (laughs) I had to actually really think about this one. Um, Sleeping in for sure. Um, Uninterrupted sleep, you know, obviously Mm -hmm. with a five-month-old. Beach. Oh, the beach is my favorite. And probably um, a beer. Ooh. All right. What kind of beer? <laughs> um, uh, probably uh, any kind of like Belgian. Belgian oh, beer okay. is my favorite. Okay. Yeah. So sleep, beach, beer. <laughs> Simple life. 
Oh, God. So in another, simple. In another life, Jamie C. is uh, Tom Hanks on Castaway. Yep, for sure. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> like my day, my day off is seriously like just strip it down. Like what are like, what do I, where do I want to be? What do I want to be doing? I want to be sleeping. I want to have a drink and I want to be enjoying the beach. Perfect. That's like an ideal day with my family, of course. Hmm. Your favorite podcasts? Ooh, uh, Amy Porterfield, numero uno. I mm-hmm. uh, love her. But um, my other one is Spooked. Spooked is I love horror movies. I love anything scary. Um, literally low-key obsessed. With Are you watching House on Haunting, uh, The Haunting on Hill House or whatever that's called? No, no. But Dude. have you watched um, – Haunted on Netflix? No. Holy cow. Uh, right now, heavy. I'm not a scary per- scary movie person, but for some reason, I felt like moved to watch The Haunting at Hill House. It's an amazing story. Every freaking night, I swear to God, I'm like montering my way to sleep because I close my eyelids and all I see is bent neck lady. And I'm like, good <laughs> Lord, get her out of my mind. Oh my God, I love that. <laughs> oh. Boy. Anyway, um, another good one that you might like, I just started listening to is called The Lively Show with Just Lively. Lively. Yeah, she's another oh, Michigan cool. gal, but that's a good one. You might like that. Love it. Um, how long have you been a hairdresser? 12 years. In one word, how would you describe the hair industry? Powerful. What is your favorite color? Blush. Blush. Millennial Blush. pink. <laughs> Millennial, seriously, it's so dumb. Like, I'm, ugh, I really need to get out of it. Originally, it was green, and then it, like, manifested into pink somehow. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's because it's my daughter's favorite color, but. Okay, seriously, like you're freaking me out because it's, like, no, there's too much. But I painted my, <laughs> I'm sitting in my meditation room right now, which is, like, this little sunroom that I, I made mommy's special place. And Love. I painted it blush pink because that's my daughter's favorite color too. Oh, and I never used to like pink, that. and now my one of my brand colors is pink. My meditation room is pink, and I'm just drawn to pink now. Me too. Mm-hmm. Funny how that works. That's to be turquoise. Um, <laughs> what is your favorite treasure? Something that you always keep with you, like very sacred. Uh. It would be something that I would always keep with me, but I actually am too nervous that I'll scare, I'll like lose it. So um, it's actually my father gave me his old wallet and he, I have like a dollar bill inside of it and he wrote a message on it. Uh, so I'm, and then he put it away and we wrapped it up with a ribbon and I'm not allowed to open it until he passes. So that is like my favorite treasure because it's like a little secret treasure. And uh, I'm really, really close with my dad. So really close with my family in general, but always had a like that little connection with dad. So um, that is actually in my memory box in my closet. And I don't keep it. I don't move it. It's like right where it is. So but that's it for sure. That is precious. Wow. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Your favorite aroma and why? Vanilla. Um, oh, man. It just makes me feel like I'm at home. Mm. It makes me feel some kind of way. I just feel like comfort. Um, it kind of feels like a hug. Oh, <laughs> I feel like I'm being hugged. It just—it's just like so like soothing, and I just feel like warm and like I'm like wrapped up in a blanket. That's kind of how vanilla makes me 
feel. <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> favorite service to facilitate behind the chair and why? I'm curious if, if it's going to be balayage, but we'll see. It's not, it's not actually, it, my consultation is actually Ooh, my favorite. Yeah. Um, it's, it's that connection aspect again. I love being able to just sit and connect with someone and kind of get that, feel that relief come down. It's like a high anxiety kind of thing for some people. So being able to just connect with them and they, they know I'm going to take care of them. And then, you know, at the end of the, at the end of that consultation, the most important thing for me to hear is I trust you. Mm. And then the rest of the time is just fun, you know, but that's my favorite. That's awesome. It is my favorite part. What's your favorite food? <laughs> Green smoothies. Is that a food? But I guess it's a drink, but it's, it's, it's a food, I guess. Um, if not green smoothies, stuffed um, potato skins, yeah. you know, I do you just... have like a certain diet? I'm kind of going off tangent, but now I'm just curious. Do you, or do you just kind of eat whatever actually, feels right? I was a vegan for a long time, and then I was a vegetarian for a long time, and then I was a vegetarian actually when I uh, had when my oldest was pregnant with my oldest daughter, and then I craved rotisserie chicken after <laughs> I gave birth, and I've not been able to give up meat ever since <laughs> I had my oldest daughter. So. Uh, but I'm like an intuitive eater, you know, like I do what like feels right, you know, like I live in the East Coast. So when it's cooler, I want like warmer foods, you know, root vegetables and but I'm a clean eater for sure. I don't feel my brain doesn't feel right when I'm not eating right, yeah. you know, and then sometimes where I just like, you know, like there's hard days and I like, you know, I'll have a few cocktails and stuffed Oreos, like double stuffed Oreos. And I'm like, I wake up and I'm like, oh, what did I do that? It felt so good it in the moment. It didn't work. It, it didn't solve my problems. Up, you know? So <laughs> it is true though. I'm, a, I'm my best self when I'm, when I'm good to myself. Yeah, for sure. What is your most used mantra? You got this. Mm. <laughs> it's so simple. <laughs> It's a good one. Yeah. It's, I, I try to talk to myself like the way like my mom or my dad would try to, you know, encourage me. Someone that loves me would encourage me. I try to, I try to add that into my life a little bit or the way that, you know, us moms, you know, talk to our children mm-hmm. and we're so sweet and loving and encouraging towards the people that we love. And most oftentimes and not we're the, we're not that way to ourselves so so that's kind of why I just got you got this you got this you can do it that's pretty much it favorite word facetious Ooh, facetious <laughs> it just good feels one. good coming out of my mouth you know yeah. facetious what yeah. does that mean I mean I kind of feel like it, I know but like I also I'm not gonna so lie. like taking <laughs> something you know and making it so like a satire kind of thing or making it kind of like are you being is that be are you being facetious about that like if you're kind of joking about something but someone doesn't really know if you're joking oh okay like are you being facetious like are you joking are you not joking I like it. are you playing is that a plan words like what is happening <laughs> but yeah I don't know why I just really love that word what fascinates you? Uh, spiritual energy and healing. Mm-hmm. Very, very, very into that. Um, 
my sister and I actually used to like do a lot of meditating and a lot of sound meditations, which are fat. Have you ever done a sound meditation? Oh, girl. Like and everything. I go to Tibetan singing bowl concerts. Have you ever been to one of those? Because if you haven't, you need to go bathe yourself in that. It oh, it's just like, so beautiful. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and then whenever I do that, I end up closing my eyes and seeing color. Like I always see so much more. Like, but when I'm not grounded or not haven't been meditating or haven't been spiritually connected, I close my eyes and see black. Mm-hmm. And then when I open myself up, I start seeing like people's auras and colors and, um, yeah. It's, so it's fascinating to me. It is fascinating. It's kind of fun. Just a little fun. <laughs> Just a little bit, you know. I'm holding on to a giant rock of amethyst right now. Oh. So that this conversation would all be channeled from uh, my higher self and for our highest good. So there you go. <laughs> I love it. Thank you <laughs> for that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, amethyst. Well, yeah, thank you, amethyst. It's really pretty. What do you want to see change in the hair industry? This was actually uh, something that was really challenging for me, but I really would love to see more people be less competitive. Um, And like I was saying before, like I would love for more people just to connect and uplift each other and more positive energy because I mean, I know it's very challenging to think about that when like when when yourself, you know, if you're in a dark place, it's hard to think about those things. But if you're surrounded by people who are uplifting you, it's easier to get out of that. Mm -hmm. And can you just imagine how powerful it would be if we all have that? If we all have this in common and we all just uplift each other. There's so many hairstylists. Yeah. Oh, it's happening. We're going to change the world. And it's happening like I'd say within the next. Let's say four years. I believe it's it. starting. I believe it. It's starting. Mm-hmm. It is. I see. I see the shift, and I'm just waiting for all of those negative Nancys to just join in. <laughs> Kill them with kindness. Kill them with kindness. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is your message to your peers? You're stronger than you think. Favorite quote. Be the change you wish to see in the world. Who is the most influential person in your career right now? Probably my business manager. <laughs> mm-hmm. When she hears this, she's going to, she's going to, she'll probably be a little, I don't know how she'll feel about that, but she really is. Mm-hmm. She, she's, she believes in me so much um, and she wants so much for me to be where I need to be. And um, she just continually pushes me. To be better. What's her name? Ashley. Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> You're doing a great job. Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> she literally has stuck with me since like the very beginning. And she like, you know, I just used to pay her like under the table. She used to do, do my emails from my house and she quit her job because she goes, I just have a feeling that this is going to be more. And I believe that it will be. And she's been with me since then, so. Who's been your most impactful mentor in or out of the beauty industry? Uh, Unknowingly, 
this was, I had to kind of dig a little deeper for this one, but my, my children for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, you know, once you become a mother, you do things more for a pure purpose mm-hmm. and little eyes are watching and I want to be the best I know how to be in and out of my, you know, not only in my career, but I want to be the best mother, the best, you know, and you're never the best at anything, but that their little faces encourage me to just, I don't know. Oh, I totally feel you on that one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying, Um, Kellen. Little eyes are watching. It's so cool whenever you see them doing things that are so inspired or so kind or so just from a pure state of love. And you're like, wow, they're getting that from somewhere. So, you know, if you are that way more often than not, we all have our days, but they become who we are. And it's very important. Good reminder. Yeah, it is a good reminder because they really, they are so selfless and they are so caring and so sweet and generous and kind. And, and if that doesn't, you know, make you want to be that way, you know, <laughs> what will? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so I, the universe has, has given me a really great thing there for sure. Thank well, you, universe. Thank you, universe. <laughs> Always providing. <laughs> Always. Who else should we interview? Have you, do you know Gina Devine? Okay, I have been following her, but I didn't really know that much about her until like five people in the last like two weeks have told me, do you know her? Do you know her? Do you know her? So I I just feel like that is someone she is, she's, have you ever met somebody who's like, um, my sister is this way, but you can tell that their soul has, has been here before. They're just so, they're so wise and so grounded and it's beautiful to witness. And she has been, and her journey has just been so beautiful to watch. And she's so powerful and um, really try to just, she's raw, you know, and it's just in a very fake society and a very, um, in the beauty industry, especially with people just caring so much about what everyone else thinks of them, you know, she just comes across, it just shines so bright. So I would say her for sure. Mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. They get a hold of her. Yes, please. Yes, Gina, please. do it. <laughs> Gina, we yeah. want you. <laughs> for sure. She's incredible. Awesome. Well, I think that's all I've got. I mean, I could probably come up with another like five hours worth of stuff, but we'll just have to. <laughs> I mean, we could probably just hang out and meditate together soon. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? That. We should do that for sure. Um, well, thank you so much for being on, Jamie. This was incredible. Incredible. <laughs> and I know so many people are going to listen to this on repeat for sure. <laughs> this is going to be well, like, you know what? I'm going to listen to that one again. Yeah, I awesome. oh, thank you. Um, I, you know, you're the one to be thanked, not me. You're the one that's facilitating this. So um, thank you for not being fearful and kind of trusting your gut and doing what you're meant to, to do, which is, you know, you're, you're gathering the industry and making us more united. So thank you. Mm, and it is just my honor and my pleasure. And I love it so much. And uh, definitely found my little my little purpose here and 
um, as I was developing Limitless Hairdresser, I changed on my on the Instagram when I finally decided I think it needs its own Instagram. Mm-hmm. I changed the little name on there because it said Kelly Mason because when you fill out your profile, it just like puts your name. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. This is not me. Like, I don't even want it to be me on that page. So I put this is for us. Yeah. Because it really is. Yes. Like, yes, yes, yes. This like limitless hairdresser is not for me. Like my ego thing is Naha. Like I want to freaking win Naha one day, like soon, hopefully. And like, that's my ego thing. And that's what makes me feel like I can prove it to myself. Limitless hairdresser is not, I don't even know it's, it's not even of me. It's like something else, but it's definitely for us, for all of us, because in this next couple of years, we're going to make some moves together for sure. Mm -hmm. I wholeheartedly agree with that. For sure. Mm. Oh, thank you, universe. Yes. Saying so it again. Woo! Sometimes, too, like, I, I'm going to end with this one, too. And, and this is something that I forgot who um, I forgot who told me this. But, you know, the more we, we instill positive energy in ourselves, our brains are actually, you know, our brains and our minds are two totally different things. So mm-hmm. the more um, you tell your mind to do something your brain will follow. So for example, if you say, I can't do this or I can't do that, like, you know, your brain's like, okay, I won't. Mm -hmm. But if you say every day, like, thank you, thank you. And feel grateful. And you, you say, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take the day on. I'm going to be able to do what I want to do today. Your brain's like, got it. I, I sold her. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. (laughs) No. So you're like, I got it. All right, captain, you got this. So um, you know, start every day with your mantra and it's pretty amazing what happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. You got to flex that brain muscle memory. Flex that brain. Flex that brain. (laughs) Okay, Jamie, well, we will let you get back to your, your day. Thank you so much for being on. This was really a treat and a pleasure and an honor to hang out with you. Can't wait to meet you in a couple weeks. Oh my gosh. That's going to be great. Um, we'll see you at Hair until Love. Then, until then at Hair Love. <laughs> I'll be seeing you soon, Kelly. Yes. Bye, Jamie. Thank you so much for being a part of another episode of Limitless Hairdresser. If you loved this episode of Limitless Hairdresser, please share this in your stories. Take a picture of you listening to it. Tag me, tag Jamie, tag Limitless Hairdresser. And also go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes so you can always be getting the latest updates of who we have on and what is happening in the Limitless Hairdresser world. And just leave us a review. Tell us what you think. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to share. We love you so much. We can't do this without you. And thank you so much for listening. Talk to you next time.